Hey, I'm Drea, and this is Unpopular Passion. What's up, guys? Welcome back, and welcome to another episode of my Asian and Pacific Islander Heritage Month series. And my guest today is Filipino. So something about the people closest to you is the more comfortable you get, the easier it is to tell them things. And with that ease, sometimes comes negativity. And I mean, don't get me wrong, we need to hear the bad things too. But next time you want to make a negative comment towards someone you're close to, maybe you should ask yourself, is this comment helping or just hurting? My guest today heard some negative comments from the people closest to him when he decided to start his clothing line, Yesh Clothing. If someone is having doubts or any insecurities about something in their life they're trying to pursue, sometimes negative comments like that will only worsen the negative chatter going on in their own head. But thankfully, he was able to look past all that and continue to create something that he just wants people to be proud of wearing. So here is today's guest, Michael Kabasuk. What do you prefer? Do you prefer Mikey, Michael, Mike? I feel like I, I mean, whatever, always... whatever I got introduced you to. That's what I usually tell people. Okay, yeah, because I feel like I always remember you as Mikey, but I just want to make sure. Yeah, that's that's why. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay, cool. Well, Mikey, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for doing this. Well, thank you so much. It's, I was actually pretty excited because I was hoping I'd hop on it, but I'm like, cool, I got the opportunity, so. Yes, it's definitely always, I mean, it hasn't happened like too much yet just because like I feel like people I kind of knew personally were more towards the beginning when it just started, but it's like exciting now having someone who listens and like is familiar with the podcast. Right. <laughs> I've listened to like partially almost every episode. I appreciate that a lot. You have no idea. Oh, thanks. And you're expanding as well. So like I'm soon trying, people are going to sure. hit Yeah, pe- people are going to start hitting you up to be on your podcasts. I mean, it's actually kind of already been happening. Well, only because like I found kind of like a networking website for like specifically for podcasts to find guests or for guests to request to be on a show. So, oh, I mean, it's already okay. happened a couple of times, which was flattering i did honestly didn't think people were gonna reach out to me and be like hey i like this can i be on it like i thought it would be me constantly like asking people so right right right. i mean that was really cool to see no that's that's dope again because yeah. again long, like the story i told you uh my brother and his friend he he told me he was like hey we should start a podcast i was like mm-hmm. uh no i was like let me hop on drea's first like i need to hop on drea's podcast first <laughs> Yeah, it it can be nerve-wracking, but I mean, it's yeah, fun, though. <laughs> okay, so what would you say if I asked you, what is your biggest passion in life? 
my biggest passion in life, I would have to say, is to create. You know, whether it's for whether it's creating a new design on the clothing or adding a new collection or, you know, my brother makes beats. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a couple of times he threw me in the studio and we cooked up one or two things. And I don't know, it's just the process of and the work that I'm addicted to. Yeah. Did you ever like put that stuff out, the stuff you guys made? uh, We have one right now pending, but one of them that we both did, like I put my ends on it. So he, he did put it online. Okay. I have to check that out. I didn't know that. I didn't know you did that. Well, I just put my two ends in it. So he's like, hey, help me out with this. So I'm like, okay, well, I would tweak a little thing such as like, oh, speed it up, you know, like slow it down. Mm -hmm. Or what if you put this beat, this here, this here, you know, things like that. I don't make it, make it. Yeah. But again, that's that's why I think my passion is creating Mm -hmm. something either new or revamping something. It's just because at the end of it, when you look back and you sit back and you see the end results, some people miss, some people don't do that. And Mm -hmm. that's why a lot of people either give up or they just lose passion for it because they don't just sit back and, you know, just admire their work. Yeah. So I'm, when you say like you, you feel like you kind of just like tweaked it, you didn't make it. Do you kind of feel like because you weren't like a bigger part of that creation do you kind of feel like you don't want to say you were a part of it or like you don't want to put it out as like something that you did oh no 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 I mean with everything even with my company now like I kind of like to stay silent about it Mm, (laughs) you know like some some people I've had this happen multiple times where people walk up to me or they ask me like hey where'd you get that hat or where'd you get that hoodie I'm Mm -hmm. like hey I bought it off this website you should check them out Oh, so you don't even say like it's yours. Yeah, no. Oh, not at all. interesting. Oh, I was like, I had this. Um, I actually was telling my fiance earlier. A couple of days ago, I was at Starbucks buying her a drink. And then um, these two, they looked about probably 16, 17 years old. And they're with their moms. So they were like doing the little chatter, chatter. Mm-hmm. I saw them in the corner of my eye. And then so the mom, I hear the mom goes, okay, okay. So she, the mom walks up to me. She goes, hey, my daughter would like to know where you got your hat. And it was this one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I bought it at this website. They're an upcoming um, clothing brand here in Vegas, actually. They're local. And she was like, oh, that's great. So they looked them up. And then sure enough, as soon as I got home, I got like three follows. <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. Oh, wow. Okay, so I'm. why is it? Well, first of all, the mm-hmm. name of your company, just so I don't get it wrong, yeah. could you tell me how to say it? Because I feel like I've <laughs> I've gone back and forth a couple <laughs> times with how to say it. It's- is basically say yes with the lisp so it's like gotcha it's yes. so it is yes okay yeah. so i thought it mm-hmm. was but then i thought i was wrong so it's yes clothing oh no 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 yeah it's yes clothing <laughs> okay well this funny story about that because what i usually tell people is that it's a inside joke between me and my cousins mm-hmm. so she just got new braces and she's never had braces before so <laughs> okay. you know it continues from there that's funny i mean well so then did you was this like an idea you already had and then you like heard her say it and you decided to use that or like was it just something funny you remembered when you started the company no actually so the idea came to me like around august of 2020 usually in the beginning of it it was actually going to start off as just kids clothing Mm. you know because i wanted to base the company 
on her daughter, which is my niece, okay. Azaria, which is the most beautiful angel in the world. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to dedicate something to her. And then I'm like, why am I? And then, you know, as time progresses, I'm like, why am I limiting myself to just this? Yeah. Because I saw other products too. I'm like, well, when I first put a design on a hat, I'm like, that hat won't fit on a kid. Mm-hmm. But I was like, but I'm pretty sure like other people would wear that hat. Yeah. So then I was like, okay. So I turned it into basically like this modern new urban clothing brand where obviously as time goes by, I'm going to come out with, you know, kids clothing line. But as if right now, I'm just cooking up some designs and stuff. But Mm -hmm. that's how it started. I didn't realize it was so new and like so fresh. Yeah. I mean, I was I was shocked, too. I mean. Because you know, my last one that I started back in 2017 obviously flopped because I did everything wrong. <laughs> I did everything wrong. So what what specifically would you say that you did wrong? I bought the products without marketing first. Mm, okay. So I literally, till this day in my garage, I have like bulks of hoodies and shirts oh, shit. <laughs> and stuff. And yeah, so opposed to me, I was like, okay. So back in, again, when the idea came up, I'm like, what if I create this Instagram page and then start, you know, basically putting things out there, Mm -hmm. um, putting stuff on Facebook and then start, you know, basically marketing my stuff. And then sure enough, the, my company just started a trend on its own, Mm -hmm. you know, which is actually pretty cool. And it's, again, when I sit back and look at other people from, like, across the world, people from Canada, I had one person from Australia bought something. It's actually pretty cool. Yeah, that is. So, I mean, if you're, your passion is creating, so I'm curious, how did you land on a clothing line specifically that you wanted to do instead of something else? Um, again, lesson learned from when I started my first um, company, well, clothing brand back in 2017, I was just like, again, I was so intrigued of designing stuff, this, this, and that. And I'm like, I've always had that itch to like, every time I see something, like see someone wear something, mm-hmm. I'm like, I could tweet that and make it into something and I could wear it. Oh, okay. You know, and then it's just, you know, the whole, every, you know, clothing brand you could think of, and it's like you they kind of base themselves on a simple, basically on the same arithmetic to, opposed to like same style and all this stuff. So all they do is just print something, put it on a sweater. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, and then I have a lot of people, too, as well, who I know that, you know, actually cut up some stuff and yeah. add, you know, certain materials to something, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. So I'm like, that's a whole new world to me. You know, yeah. so I'm like, I've always wanted it, you know, actually start something that'll represent, you know, something that'll catch people's attention, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've definitely always like, I don't know, I feel like sometimes it's hard to find stuff either that mm-hmm. kind of fits you the right way or stuff that you like. And it's like always that right. idea in your head, like, oh, well, if this just like had like a little bit something different here or like if I could tweak this mm-hmm. there, like it'd be so much better. But I exactly. wonder, I mean, like, I don't know if that's a common thought for people to have or if that is more like a creative mind kind of thing. I'm wondering. Well, it's actually a reflex because let's say you let's say you look something up on Amazon and you're like, 
oh, you really like this sweater or dress, and you're the auto the automatic you're automatically gonna think, well, what if it like I wonder how like the bottom half fits, or will mm. will the top be too tight and the mm-hmm. bottom will be too loose, things like that. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, especially again, even especially if it's online, especially nowadays where you can't go into fitting rooms, like it's hard. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I hate shopping online. Like I feel mm-hmm. like you never you never know how it's gonna be them plus uh every like different places fit so differently. Right, right, right. That's why I make sure on my website, like especially if you like let's say you click on the actual item mm-hmm. in the bottom, it shows you like a graph yeah. of like the width, the length, and what kind mm-hmm. of material it is and all this stuff. So and people usually ask me, like, oh, how's the fit? Because you know, there's some hoodies who fit like bulky. Yeah. But I'm like, no, this one is kind of like the slim comfort kind of hoodie. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's actually, you know, I like the material. A lot of people, I've got a lot of, you know, positive feedback on it, such as it's yeah. being soft. You could wear it inside, outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Having those like specific descriptors too of like the fact that you can say like, oh, it's like more of a slim fit thing. Like they, little mm-hmm. things like that are so important because like mm-hmm. with all of this online shopping, I, like lately I bought... What did I buy? I bought like one sweater from somewhere in a large and like I liked the way it fit because I wanted it bigger. I wanted it loose. And then I went to another website, bought a different sweater in a large and that thing was just like I was drowning in it and I didn't like it at all. So it's like it can be hard sometimes. But like if if I would have known like, oh, this is like more of a slim fit or this is a loose fit, it probably would have helped. And they did not have Mm -hmm. any information like that. I actually tried. Um. Again, with the first clothing brand that I tried out, um, the hoodies were actually really bulky. Mm-hmm. And surprisingly, a lot of people didn't like that, especially at the time. Yeah. You know, 2017, a lot of people didn't like that bulky stuff. I mean, I guess now it's a trend because, you know, mm-hmm. usually females like that oversized look and yeah, all this stuff. Because I've, got, I've gotten a lot of requests for that. They always ask, like, oh, is the large really large? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like, yes, it's a large. Mm-hmm. But again, it's slim. It, it's like a tight fit kind of knot. How would you say that this clothing line is different from the one that you said you tried to start like back in 2017? Oh, okay. So in 2017, the clothing brand that I wanted to start, it was basically it was car themed. Mm. So the name of it was Driven Vibes. Okay. And yeah, so... <clears throat> the way we came up with that, it was me and the, you know, my partner at the time. He said, hey, bro, we need to start a clothing brand. This, this and that. I said, okay. He was, I was like, so what do you do? Like, we need to come up with a name. Mm-hmm. And he was like, what do we do when we go to like car meets and all that stuff? And I'm like, I don't know. I was like, it's, you know, we chill, we vibe out. And like, sometimes we take a cruise and we'll, yeah. we'll drive. And then he, first he came up, he said, drive and vibe. And I'm like, nah. Doesn't quite I was like, driven vibes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, driven vibes. And then a light bulb hit. And then we went with it. But, you know, unfortunately, I, I am planning on bringing that back, though. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I was working two jobs to even support, just support that. And then I had quit one. And then all funds t- came tight because me and well, my fiance now, we had gone to an apartment together. Mm-hmm. And I really couldn't afford, you know. Yeah. The stuff is really expensive. So. So that one seems like so like the first clothing line seems like seems like it has such a specific target audience. And then exactly now this one 
the whole like theme of it is just so completely different. It's so like uplifting almost and like kind of inspiring. How, like, how did that theme come to you since it's like nothing at all like the first one? Um, So basically how I came up with, I wanted to put, well, my slogan in my mind, I I wanted to put fashion with meaning. Okay. So every collection yeah, every collection, even under its name, I want to represent, you know, something that'll make people feel good when they wear it. Yeah. You know, I want people to believe in, you know, what's on their chest, mm-hmm. you know, be someone's gift. That means I actually have uh, on the website, I have like basically like a little like a little explanation of each, you know, collection. Yeah, I was actually going to bring that up because I was looking at that and I, yeah. I love that because I mean, I feel like it could be so easy to just buy something and then like kind of think you know what they're trying to say with it but like having that extra deeper like explanation of what's behind it can kind of make you more confident in wearing it exactly and especially when people and i try to design it where so many times people ask me hey what does that mean yeah like what 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 does what does that mean on your shirt Mm -hmm. and when i express it and like I want people, other people to feel the same way when they feel when they when they wear it and someone asks them. Yeah. The my favorite one is the is it create over time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that one. I like that one a lot. Yeah, and then oh, again I wore the hat and they're like, what does that mean? And I'm like, the way I, the um, how the create over time was made, so I was actually started working at Amazon mm-hmm. and back in September. And then um, there was this coworker of mine. We would work with each other every night, this, this, and that. And her dream was, she basically told me her dream. She wants to open up a restaurant. She wants to bring her dad here from Hawaii. And she just wants to live out her dad's dream, this, this, and that. But she has to go through all this stuff. And she's young. She was like 22, 23. Yeah. And then I was like, hey, you know, everything doesn't happen overnight. Mm-hmm. You know, as you go, you have to, you know, whatever your dreams you needed you need to do this. You need to be here. Yeah. You know, every, you, whatever you have to do, you create over time. And then I was like, Oh, that's cool. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And then again, every, every collection that I have, I really want, I have a, like a backstory to it. So it gets me all jittery, you know, wanting to explain it and stuff, mm-hmm. but especially when people ask me. Yeah. So, I mean, you clearly have like such a deep connection to these messages on them. Why is it that you mm-hmm. feel like you don't want to kind of step out and say like, oh, this is mine. I did this when people ask you about it. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's one. It's maybe it's half and half. Like one half is insecurity. Mm-hmm. The other half, I don't want to feel like I'm bragging or yeah. I'm pushing you because, OK, sometimes what this is how I think sometimes when people come to you and be like, Hey, I made this. You should check it out. Mm-hmm. More than likely they're not going to. Yeah. But if you come to, if you come to somebody and be like, Oh, maybe, um, have you heard of this, 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 and that? No, but you should check them out. They're actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Then they'll be curious. They're like, Oh, okay. Well, let me check it out. And then come to find out it's you. They wouldn't know. True. But I feel like it's different if people are coming to you interested, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like you're trying right, to pedal right, right. it. You're not trying to be like, Hey, you should check out my designs. Like, if someone's coming right, right, right. to you interested, I personally feel like it would be kind of exciting to hear like, oh, I made this. Then it's like they could 
appreciate it in yeah, that yeah, time, that's true. you know? Yeah, that's true. And then, like, something else I've been talking um, about a lot with other people is, like, how much more or how much easier it is to support a brand or to support a business when you know the face behind it. Like, for me personally, right. if I can relate to the person behind it or if I feel like a connection with the person behind it I'm way more likely right. to support them because like lately I've been mm-hmm. having a lot of like small businesses follow me on Instagram and like I don't know if it's right. because of I don't know if you've seen I've been doing like little videos on my Instagram about like my favorite small businesses because I'm just like I genuinely just yeah, want yeah, to yeah support like these businesses i like support right and so i've been getting other small businesses following me but so many of them i have no indication of the person behind it like i don't know how they are i can't see their face and sometimes Mm -hmm. that makes it harder for me to like get into it i don't know if i'm alone in that but it seems like a lot of people oh no not at all yeah yeah not at all but you'd actually be surprised it could it could work the other way as well like sometimes Sometimes this, you know, sometimes strangers are your best, you know, supporters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. You know, opposed to, you know, I don't want to throw nobody under the bus or whatever. I had certain family and friends who didn't, who called me dumb for doing this. Who oh, yeah. Told me it's, yeah, who told me it's crazy. It's going to be too expensive or you already tried it once. Why are you going to do the same thing again? Like, I've heard it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hate So that. it's like, again, having somebody to support me as a total stranger yeah. again who don't know the you know the face behind the company or mm-hmm. i said hey you, you know thank you for support this is that and again i have people who know me know me yeah who actually you know hasn't even bought anything yet mm-hmm. you know and they know the face behind the company but true yeah i guess everybody's different yeah i mean yeah such as you you know way I mean, I'll tell you, though, so when you, like, first came out with it and, like, when you first, like, started, you know, trying to, like, build up the name and, like, following people. So mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I saw that you followed me and I started following you because I saw that right. other people I know were following you. And I, I just had it in my mind. Right. I was like, this has to be somebody I know because we have so many, like, mutual followers. But I had no idea right. it was your company. And I feel like for me personally... Yeah. I would have liked to know, like, oh, cool, this is Mikey's company. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah. Well, plus also, like, it's, like, I feel like you've done so much with it. Like, you should be proud of that. And you should definitely mm-hmm. be able to show, like, this is mine, you know? Yeah, which is true. But, again, that that's where the other half kicks in, my insecurity. Yeah. That's why insecurity kicks Understandable. in. And, I don't know. Like I said, I just don't – I'm not that comfortable yet. Actually – Funny story. My when I first actually tried that, <laughs> word for word, my um my conversation with the person was, "Hey, do you like clothes?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I, I yeah I slapped my forehead." Yeah. I'm like, "Really? Did I just say that?" Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Well, I'm, I have this clothing brand. You should check out." Mm-hmm. After that, I'm like, "No, I'm not going to do that." Yeah, I I but totally again, relate to when that. When people ask, yeah, when people ask, I'm like, "Yeah, it's mine. I created mm-hmm. it. This is not that. I'm I run everything." But that's when we actually get into like deeper, deep talk. Yeah. It's not like, you know, a small talk kind of mm-hmm. thing. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely not like I, I understand that because I am kind of the same way with this podcast, too. It's right. like I'm not going right. to go up to everybody and be like, oh, hey, do you, right. do you like podcasts? Do you want to listen to this? I have a show, blah, blah, whatever. Yeah. 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 It's like when I get into deeper conversations with people and like 
there's a genuine yeah. interest in what each other are saying and like getting to know each other. Exactly. Then if it comes up organically, like, oh, hey, yeah, I have this thing if you want to check it out. And it's like, you know, I definitely understand like you you don't want to feel like you're pushing it on someone. Right, right, mm. right, right. Exactly. Yeah. When like, because I still work at Amazon to this day and I wear my hoodie all everywhere I mm-hmm. go. Like I wear it to work. I wear it, you know, when I go out. And I remember a couple months ago, a person asked me, like, hey, where'd you get that hoodie? Mm-hmm. And I, I told them, I was like, well, it's, you know, it's this website. They have an Instagram. So I showed them the Instagram. And then I guess word got around work. And then that same person walks up to me. She goes, hey, is that your company you showed me? <laughs> uh-huh. And I'm like, well, yeah, but I didn't. She was like, why didn't you tell me? Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I was like, I just answered your question. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to. <laughs> She was like, I like, she was, and she checked out the website. She, che- she actually bought a hoodie. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I was like, thank you for the support. Yeah. You know? cool. But again, that's my insecurity talking. I feel that. Yeah. And it's like, you have to kind of like teeter that line of. Right. Right. Of like genuinely wanting to talk about this with people and like shameless self-promotion, which also at yeah. the end of the day, I feel like is not the worst thing, you know, cause I've kind mm-hmm. of been also on this journey of like realizing i need to believe in myself more and i need to like lift myself up more so at the same time Mm -hmm. like it's not a bad thing to wanting you know promote yourself promote no yeah of course not yeah Yeah. of course it's not a bad thing but that's again that's the thing that i need to work on you know i need to be comfortable being uncomfortable yeah that's another thing that takes you know so yeah exactly so it's like when i do get to that point of course you know at one point i do want to open stores yeah i do want to open locations Mm -hmm. and have my stuff and have that one you know it may might might sound lame but you know in my car because i i work graveyard shift yeah so when i get off at 5 30 usually the sun's not really up so i'm just driving i pretend that somebody's interviewing me about my company and i would just talk out loud (laughs) Honestly, okay, so me, the type of person I am, I'm very much into um, the law of attraction and manifestation. I don't know if you're like at all into that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not into it, but I I really, really do believe it, though. Yes. (laughs) I really do believe in that. Like one of the biggest things with manifestation is to picture it and to feel it as if it, it's right. already yours, as if it's already happening. So oh. to me, like the fact that you're doing stuff like that is you're right. just setting yourself up for success. You're just putting it in your head already. Like people are going right. to want to talk to me about this and like people are going to be mm-hmm. interested in this or not even going to like they already are. Like you're already putting it in your head like this is mine. This is what I have. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. There, There is this quote. Um, I remember Denzel Washington said in his speech, he was like, Whatever itch that you have, whatever you want to do, you get that feeling where you need to do it. That's God telling you that it's already yours. Mm, I like that. I've never heard that. I like that. Yeah. So, yeah. He was like, whatever it is that you wanted to do, you know, whether you want to be successful, you want to do this, whatever your passion is. When you get that itch that you want to do it, that's God telling you that it's yours already. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. So I was like, you got to act upon it. And then opposed to the company. I wanted, I've always wanted to, I I basically just put two and two together. I was like, I know the backgrounds and the works of a clothing brand and how it works, how online things, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to, again, put everything into a meaning. Yeah. Because again, I just like 
you know, not, not to be like a therapist or whatever, mm-hmm. but I, I love telling people or if people have questions about something, like I love explaining things such as, again, when people ask me, what does the company mean? Yeah. Like, I love how it, I, I love explaining what it means mm-hmm. or each collection and the meaning behind every design is what I like. I like that a lot, especially because within the past couple years, like me particularly, I've been mm-hmm. getting more into like environmental concerns and like sustainability and stuff. And like I have recently, only recently found out how horrible like all these fast fashion industries are to the environment. And so Mm -hmm. like now I've made it more of a priority to shop at smaller companies or companies like, like you said, yours has a meaning behind it. Like you're not just doing it to try and pedal out all these like different shirts and sweaters or whatever. It like actually has something deeper behind it. Exactly. And, you know, not to discredit all these other clothing companies, but there's some where like you enter to if you buy a hoodie or a shirt or a sticker, you enter to win a car. And mm. the shirt is literally the car. The design on the shirt is just the car. Like, yeah. Are they really buying your product or they want to win something? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I don't want to have to do that. Yeah. You know, I don't want to do that. You know, I want to I want people to genuinely like my stuff. Yeah. And rep it like, and they mean it, mm-hmm. and be proud of where they got it. Yeah, exactly. And to be you like, know? I like what this means. I want to wear exactly. This I can relate to this. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that a lot. And so you, you said that like you already kind of knew, like the process of what goes into this. Could you tell yeah. me more about that? Because I have no idea, and I've always felt like starting a clothing line or a clothing company always seemed like one of the hardest things to do to me. Right. Well, I mean, obviously, you know, especially nowadays, you know, the internet is our cheat code. Yeah. So it's like, (laughs) yeah, we can, you, I literally learned everything online, YouTube, you know, Yahoo search, Google search, whatever. Yeah. So in front, as a guest, as a customer, you go to my website, you see the hoodies, but me, I had to create the website. I had to make the certain collections. I had to put certain hoodies and sweaters together. I had, you know, obviously to design it, this, this, and that, and keep track of inventory and make sure the inventory is straight, make sure I don't run out of stuff. Mm -hmm. And if I do run out of stuff, I have to go to my Shopify because that's where I run through Shopify. I have to to go through, you know, Shopify and make sure that item is not in stock and make sure it says not in stock. So when people buy it, it'll, you know, they, it won't work. Yeah. And all that stuff trying to keep up. And I, I me mean, honestly, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's so know, many coming, like, little things. Yes. It, it's, it's simple, but it's not easy, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. I get that so much. Like, I feel like people don't really correlate those two things together because it's like, if you say something right. is simple, then it makes it sound like it's easy. Or like, if you say right. there's like, not a lot to something it sounds like it's easy but like it could be simple and not a lot goes into it but it's so tedious and it's so much to do exactly such as you know and you and your profession what you're doing now your podcast everybody just thinks of the podcast Mm -hmm. they're like no i gotta make sure my mic is right i gotta make sure my audio is working yeah (laughs) i have to make sure this this and this is fit make sure the time is right yeah like people don't think about that yeah for sure i was actually like i 
I was listening to another podcast. Podcasts have like taken over my life lately. <laughs> and yeah. so I was listening to another show. Um, this girl I love, her name is Sapphire Sandala. And she does mm-hmm. a, her podcast completely, um, completely self-ran. And so she like, uh-huh. she makes a point to say that in her podcast. She's like, right. you know, this is completely independent. I do everything. If you want to support mm-hmm. me, you can go here, here, here. And I was like, damn, is that not? common that she has to say that and i'm like is this something i need to tell people like i do this all by myself i mean you don't have to sell t- tell people yeah but, not like you know, know in the back end mm-hmm. i get you yeah just to make people aware like hey you know a little support goes a long way because this is a one-man team <laughs> exactly and again at the end of the day like every every email, every returns, every, you know, refund, yeah. every, everything I have to do, I have to go through yeah. and every emails I need to read, reply, every message you got to reply, every comment, every mention, because every time um, someone orders like any, any product, mm-hmm. the package that it comes with, it comes with a sticker saying, you know, thank you for the support, mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. And then it says, if you would like with your permission, tag us, and then we'll post your photo on our page as well, or okay. even you'll be featured on our website. Yeah. So that's why I'm getting all these, you know, people are posting, taking photos, and they go above and beyond. They they get their own professional photos done. Oh, so wait, some of those aren't even yours? No. Oh, wow. Majority of them is, yeah, majority of those photos aren't mine. That's so They're not. I I ask them for permission. Yeah, of course. I'm like, is it okay if, you know, I can use this, I can put this on my website? Mm -hmm. They say, feel free. That's so you know, cool because, yeah, I've seen some of those and I'm like, yeah. damn, these are really nice. Yeah. I'm like, I, I was like, I don't get me wrong. There's some times where I'm like, okay, I would, I, cause I have samples, yeah, but I'm not completely, you know, I don't have all the samples, which I really want to do in the future. Mm-hmm. I want to take my own photos here. Yeah. People actually, again, they'll buy the stuff and then, hey, whenever you get the chance, if you would like with your permission, tag us in your photos and they're like, they will go above and beyond and say, okay, well, I got this photographer. We'll, we'll do some photos with you and then we'll send it through via email. That's really cool. I'm like, yeah. So I was like, majority of them are, you know, I, I even say, hey, professional photo, even a selfie will do. Mm-hmm. But they're like, okay. So they set it up, right? Uh, yeah. And again, it's, it's, it's the support. Again, like what I said earlier, it's the strangers are your, 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 um, they're the ones that usually support you the most. Yeah. You know, it sucks because, but... like, when people are closer to you, obviously they feel more comfortable telling you negative things and giving you negative feedback. Which is true. Yeah, I never yeah. thought about that way. Mm-hmm. That is true. And sometimes it kind of sucks. Like, sometimes you need, yeah. well, obviously, like, constructive criticism. But then when it's, like, stuff like that, like, just trying to, like, put down your dreams. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't get me wrong. They asked me, like, how it was going. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Yeah. yeah. What am I supposed to tell you? It's yeah. going great. I made this much. I mean, yeah, no, it's mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> yeah, like, sometimes you don't want to tell too much. Yeah, keep a small talk. And, yeah. you know, again, you have, I've had those people who shut me down or tell me it's not going to be anything. And obviously, I don't speak to those people no more because they... <laughs> They eventually just faded away and I'm not even taking it personal. Yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. what a what I I know I didn't do anything wrong. You know, yeah. What I mean? It's just showing their true colors. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and a lot of people always mistaken like tough love. Like, no, you don't 
you know, I've had, again, close friends, you know, kick me when I was drowning, you know, and then now they're surprised I'm swimming again, Mm -hmm. you know, and they can't take it. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm definitely a tough love kind of person, but like, there's a line, you know? No, yeah, there's definitely a lot. Yeah, and some people just cross that. Mm Mm-hmm. And then there's this thing. I'm pretty sure you've seen it. Instead of a baby shower, it's a business shower. I have not. So (laughs) no. So instead of instead of a baby shower, it's uh, we should do something called a business shower, where basically if your friend comes up with an idea with the business, we'll make like a you know quote unquote business shower and bring Mm -hmm. you everything you need for that business you want to start. That's really cool. I have never heard of this. That's interesting. So let's say, again, back in the day, you're like, hey, I want to start a podcast. All right, let's do a business shower. Somebody will buy you a mic. Somebody will buy you a monitor or like a, even down to like a notebook so you can write notes and stuff That's and really things like that. Cool. Yeah. And it's, yeah, I've read that. It's becoming I've never heard of that, which is really interesting. No? And I feel like mm. it's definitely becoming like much more common for people to branch out and try and start their own thing. Like I was actually mm-hmm. so my brother just did his taxes yesterday and he always so you know he's a dj he's like self-employed right and he always does his taxes by himself and so Mm -hmm. the 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 tax thing he uses online he said last year his charge was 50 dollars for the um self-employed one and then this year he did it it's 150 dollars And I feel like, yeah, I feel like because it's so common now for people to be self-employed, like they're trying to bank on that. And now they're they're trying to to take advantage of people doing their own Mm -hmm. thing. Because, again, back then, I want to say a couple years now, it's actually you start you see people either when they're working. Trust me, anybody you see working a nine to five, they have something on the side Mm -hmm. and they're actually doing it. I've met people down to when I was working at a certain casino, I recently just quit. I met the security guard. She works, you know, regular 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. But she she has like a candle business. She mm-hmm. makes her own candles. So I followed her on Instagram and, uh, and I, another one. She she want, she's starting to write her own book. You oh, know? And, cool. But back then, I want to say 2016, 17. Oh, how I feel. I think a lot of people faked it. You know, they'll just put on their bio entrepreneur. Uh, and I'm like, I work with you. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, we work the same shift. How are you entrepreneur? You mm-hmm. know, like, but I believe like now everybody, you know, I, like you said, I, I see everybody actually starting their own thing and yeah, I applaud to it. You know, just recently, uh, a friend of mine that she's starting her own um, bakery business. Oh, you know, back to what I said earlier, I kind of like, I like helping knowing yeah. that I put my two cents in it. Like I've created her logo because she was like, um, is anybody know how to work this Photoshop? Yada, yeah. yada, yada. Cause I need to create my logo. I was like, listen, I was like, I get off five 30 in the morning. I was like, but I'm usually up. I was like, if you would like send me like your ideas, whatever, then I'll try to make it. Mm-hmm. Then I'll send you samples. Yeah. So the first sample I sent her, she liked it. She, she uses it. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. But yeah. again, I'm not commenting. Oh, I did a good job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it, Things like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I for sure understand what you mean. Like when you said you saw people like saying they were an entrepreneur and stuff and like kind of <laughs> not like kind of wondering yeah. like about it. And I feel like now yeah. that you're like in this space of having your own thing, it's like more understandable because mm-hmm. I was that same way too. Mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. and like I will 100 percent 
admit this i used to be such a hater all the time of like really? you know like when people on who no just like like not in maybe, maybe not a hater maybe yeah just in general but maybe like not okay. i didn't believe it you know what i mean like oh when people okay would okay, tell okay. me like oh well i you know i do this and i do that or i'm starting a company or whatever like i guess in my mind it just seems so impossible i'd always be like oh really like you're, okay. you're working yeah, yeah. here but okay. you're trying to do that and it's, oh, it's kind of sad to say but you know unless yeah. you're it's hard to understand it unless you're in that mm-hmm. space so of course now oh. it's like so much different and like seeing everything right. going into it i understand so much more so it's like also yeah, and- i kind of try not to like put too much into it when i hear people like ever i mean I've been pretty lucky that I haven't had a lot of people say that stuff to me mm-hmm. of like, oh, you can't do it or you shouldn't do it. But, you know, I know yeah. I know a lot of people hear that. And I feel like I try yeah. to not to put so much emphasis onto it because being on having been on that other side, I can see like, oh, you mm-hmm. just don't get it. You know, like yeah, exactly. it might not be that you don't believe what I'm doing or like what I'm trying to do. It's you've never been there, so you don't understand. So I'm just going to brush that exactly. off and like, keep moving. Exactly. And I don't, it's the way I think, I think it's not because they don't believe it. It's because they don't know how to do it. Oh, also you know? that, and, yeah. Yeah. And again, start your own business. And a lot of people think business, okay, money, why are you here? Mm-hmm. Like it's not, you know, you don't just automatically have a hundred grand in a bank account. Yeah. Cause, cause you said uh, I'm an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. No, you've built that shit. Like, even till this day, I I don't know what that word means. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I have my own company. Yeah, I'm building this clothing brand, but I'm not an entrepreneur. Like, I'm still work. I I do. I work two jobs still. I do double shifts, and you know, entrepreneurship is actually it's 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 a really big title that people don't understand. It is, but I also think you're selling yourself short. Cause I mean, you think so? Yeah. Well, my insecurity kicks in sometimes. I get that. But like, I think like sometimes you got to hustle and you got to do what you got to do to support what you're trying to chase. And like, just because you're right. still like working the other jobs, it doesn't take right. away from the fact that you have started your own company and you are doing it. So right. I definitely think you could take that label if you wanted to. Maybe there's something surrounding it in your mind that like you don't feel like you can call yourself that, but I definitely think you could. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yeah, again, this is the whole insecurity thing. But I mean, I have a lot of insecurities, but the number one thing that I know I can, I can say that I do have that I know I have that creativity. I know I can make something dope. Mm-hmm. You know, I know I can make something out of nothing. I know I can do that. Yeah. Uh, but opposed to being called this called that I don't, I don't really view it in any way. But again, people be shocked when I tell them, yeah, I have fun. I have my company. This is mine. You know, I'm running it and everything is on me. And yeah, again, people have this utter shock where they're like, either they don't believe it or they think I'm lying mm-hmm. <laughs> or yeah. both ways. Same thing. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, you believe you. But at the end of the day, I know what I'm doing after work and I'm working. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. I mean, I feel like sometimes, too, like there's too much emphasis put on like labels and titles and stuff. So I can understand like mm-hmm. not wanting to like slap that on yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. Until I actually, you know, feel like I actually made it. And then it's, and that's not even, you know, my goal to be called that. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my main, main goal is to make sure that 
my future children, my babies now, my nephews, my nieces, everybody, when I'm gone, they're cool. That's it. That's like my main thing. I don't care about being called this. I don't care about being called that. I don't mm-hmm. care. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I just want to make sure that when I'm not here, they're good, you know? Yeah, that's great. I love that. So you're you're using your passion to set up future generations. Yeah, and it's, it's step by step. Mm-hmm. And so kind of touching on family and things, you know, this right. month I am celebrating the Asian Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And mm-hmm. you're Filipino, yeah? Mm-hmm. So how do you think your heritage has kind of helped shape who you are or like your values and your passions? Um, I, it's, it's so weird because I think about this all the time, you know, the whole typical Filipino, mm-hmm. you know, family or parents want you to be a nurse or a mailman. Yeah. yeah. The whole <laughs> typical thing, but yeah. So, um, my father passed away. I was like 13 years old. So it was only my mom. Mm-hmm. But my mom has always been supportive on anything that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. You know, so I never really got steered in any way or pushed to do this or pushed to do that. I was, you know, I started working for her, basically. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, there wasn't, I didn't have that luxury or that, you know, opportunity to stop making income for x amount of months and then you know and school's not for me by the way either. so it's like why am (laughs) why am i gonna stop working to go to school when i'm not making money in school Mm -hmm. you know so it's like but usually on my dad's side though they're the ones who usually push me to you need to join the navy you need to join the marines you need to join military this because that's how my dad's my my dad's family is yeah they're all you know Every branch, they're one in the Navy, um, was it the Army, the National Guard, and they forced me, they, they pushed me to do that, or even to be what my dad was, and he was the armed security slash policeman, and I, was, I just never got into it. Mm-hmm. So, like, being, again, coming from a regular Filipino house, I've never gotten... Like, I can relate to it because obviously I have close friends and family who do that, yeah. such as, you know, they're they RN now. You mm-hmm. know, one of my <laughs> one of my good friends is a mailman now. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I get it. But me personally, I've never, you know, I've never actually experienced the whole be pushed to do a certain thing. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely like a huge part of the culture to want to. And I mean, it could be. Obviously, I only know this because it's also part of my culture. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, there's a certain expectation to like want to set yourself up for a comfortable life. And I mean, I don't know if you've ever felt this, but was there ever a time where you kind of felt. How do I word this? Have you ever felt the struggle of wanting to follow the path typically around the culture and staying true to who you are and doing what you want to do. Oh, okay. No, again, opposed to following the, the culture of making, you know, like, like you said, on one of your podcasts, you said, you know, respecting your elders is like the main thing in our yeah. you know, household. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, achieving their dreams is like the main thing us 
as children have to do to make them happy. Mm -hmm. But again, I was never steered in any way. I was never forced to do anything. Um, So I was like, you know what? I I was actually lost because I was like, I don't want to work, but I know I'm going to do something. And and then this was back in the day. I would would tell my uncle from my dad's side, I was going to his house and I'd be like, I don't know what it is, bro. Like, and I was like, maybe young. I was like maybe 15, 16 years old. We would just be chilling at the house. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I don't want to work. But I know I'm going to do something right. Yeah. I know I'm going to become something. I just don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, and a couple you know, years later, I mean, obviously, I don't think I'm big top notch something, but I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I found my passion. I found what I found out what I wanted to do. And it, it's take it. Like you said, it takes time. Yeah. You know, I'm, it doesn't. And then a lot of people and I blame you know, mainly social media, all these 21, 22 year olds thinking they're not nothing because they don't have a Rolex or, you know, diamond chain or nice shoes. Yeah. Like I don't, is there, and people think like, oh, it's, it's, it's over for me. Cause I don't have this and I'm 22, I'm 23, this, this, and that. And they think their life is over when in reality, their life is just starting. Man. Yeah. I mean, it's so crazy to look back now and think of like, Mm-hmm. when I was 21, 22, and, like, to think that people are like, oh, my God, my life is over. I have nothing at, like, so young. Right. And it's, like, again, back to when we were, what, 18, 19 years old, mm-hmm. we didn't think that. We didn't have like, a care in the world. I mean, <laughs> think exactly. We just, you know, kicked it, chilled, whatever, yeah. did whatever. But we never actually, obviously, we, we you know, throughout – our lifetime we go through those dark moments Mm -hmm. and those you know those low times but we've never actually sat there and say my life is over because I don't have a certain this yeah or my why am I here because I don't have that you know because again Instagram and YouTube and social media are making these random people get money Mm -hmm. and and they do whatever they want with it it's crazy to see this like new expectation of life getting younger and younger because like i'm gonna be 30 this year and for me i like i feel like i'm still in my prime right now like things are getting started like this is when stuff is getting good you know right yeah i actually feel like that well i'm turning 29 in actually a couple like in a week or two Mm -hmm. but yeah it's just funny to me because the the people now who are young who are 19 20 and i work at amazon mm-hmm. and you know they're like fresh out of high school yeah. 18 19 year olds that work there so when i when i speak to them i just try to dig in their mind I'm mm-hmm. like, what what are you thinking and again i back when i was you know 18 19 i was making 825 an hour oh my god i was thinking about that the other day too <laughs> yeah and they're making 16 17 bucks and i'm like again back, i was making 825 an hour Maybe tip. I'm not sure because yeah. I worked at Aloha Kitchen. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm like, again, they're they're making their money, cool, but I don't know. It's it's just different now. Yeah, it kind of sucks to see this new pressure because, like, exactly you know, how we were saying, like, it is more common now for people like to be doing their mm. own things, starting their new businesses. I feel like, right. like, yeah, it's great to see people stray away from the norm, 
But now I do mm-hmm. also kind of feel like the younger generation has this new pressure of, oh, I shouldn't just find a job and work. When it's like, you know, if that works for mm-hmm. you, it makes you happy. It works for you. Oh, okay. Then, yeah. But yeah, now I never thought about like, it that way. <laughs> yeah. I feel like people feel that way. It's like, oh, well, look at mm-hmm. so-and-so making this much money and they don't have a job or whatever, you know, like there's this new expectation right. of I, I need to be innovative and I need to start my own thing. And it's like. It's, Mm -hmm. it is a great thing, but that doesn't mean it's for everyone. Exactly. And again, it's kind of like opposite with us. Yeah. (laughs) You know, instead of starting your business, you have to go to work. Yeah. You know, and nowadays is, no, I I don't work. I need to start my own business Mm -hmm. and everything's just backwards. That's why, you know, I call us, our generation, the middle children, you know, because we've experienced things without and we're experiencing things with stuff. Yeah, I actually kind of feel like we were like in the perfect time. Exactly. And that's why I tell people like, again, internet internet is our cheat code, Yeah, you know, and (laughs) we have it in the palm of our hands. Mm -hmm. Times are changing, man. But I mean, you know, there's there's always the good and the bad and we just got to be able to pick out the good of it. Yeah, exactly. And my question to you is how, when did you get, when did you think transitioning from singing? I don't know if you're singing. Are you still singing still? Yes. Here and there? Mm-hmm. I actually just joined a band and I'm like trying to oh, get oh. more, get more into the music. Oh. I don't want to like okay. forget about that. Right, right, right. But opposed to priority, which one's more, the singing or this podcast? Oh, man. So that's the hard thing is like mm-hmm. the podcast has taken priority for sure because right. like it's so new and I want to keep up with it. I want to be consistent. It is weekly episodes and, mm-hmm. you know, a exactly. lot kind of goes into it with like booking the guests, recording, editing and all that. Editing. Yeah. yeah. And man, I was like. I was trying to hold myself accountable with like my YouTube videos for my music and like do it weekly. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, like do it weekly or bi-weekly. And it just got to be too much doing both. And Mm -hmm. unfortunately, I have let the YouTube channel kind of fade away. Like I haven't made a video in a long time. And like that Mm -hmm. sucks and I want to get back into it. But have Mm -hmm. you ever like not done something for so long? Sometimes you're scared to like start again. Oh, all the time. Yeah. So I'm like kind of. All the time. <laughs> Especially with this clothing thing from 2017 yeah. when it flopped. I was so scared. 18, 19, I, I was basically like procrastinating. Yeah, exactly. That's I what I'm procrastinating. doing. I'm procrastinating. I'm procrastinating. But then yeah. I thankfully got this opportunity. I got introduced to some people to join a band and I like auditioned with them last week. Like we all got mm. along. They like me. I'm in the band and congratulations thank you nice so yeah hopefully i mean not hopefully i know the the guy who put the band together he's you know telling me plans Mm -hmm. of like where he wants to perform things he wants to do and i feel like that right Right. there like even though i haven't been too up on my like youtube videos and i want to get back into it right now like taking this step to actually getting to be out and to perform and get that experience i feel like this is like really the step i needed nice okay because i remember your first episode with ruda and stacy you you were talking about how your first audition in where is it san diego was it san francisco um i mean 
I've been on a lot of auditions, so it's hard to say. I can't remember which one I took. Oh, um, no, no, no. You're right. Yeah, yeah. So my very, very first one, it was for American yes. Idol when I was 18 Ameri- there, in San Francisco. Yeah. There you go. So from that, again, you kept it consistent because you were, you know, you were jumping to audition, audition, audition. Mm-hmm. So back to my question, what made you transition to a podcast opposed to keeping up with the YouTube singing mm. or keeping up with the auditions? Like what made you become, you know, yeah. your own podcast? I think so. I've just been like a really big fan of podcasts for a long time. And mm-hmm. it just, I love having conversations with people and I love like getting to know right, people, right, right. especially since I started traveling and like meeting so many people wherever mm, I go. Okay. Like it made me, just like love it so much more and I guess Mm -hmm. I always was like really attracted to the idea of recording a podcast and capturing like these really great conversations but I never I never thought like I had an idea good enough to do and just it honestly just hit me randomly one day so when I had the idea I was like I need to run with this because if I don't I'm never gonna do it you're never gonna do it yeah exactly so that was it was really kind of a spontaneous thing and as far as it like taking such a priority in my life that wasn't something I really planned but it's also like not something I'm upset about like I enjoy doing it and I've been getting a lot of great right. feedback from it oh yeah, yeah. trust me yeah. and I think like there is a little part of me that was like kind of discouraged about like the music and stuff because I wasn't really seeing like a ton of response mm-hmm. and like a ton of feedback and it was like you you said earlier like a little bit of that insecurity of like what I'm like I was kind of like, what am I doing wrong? Or like, is like this something people are even interested in? So there definitely Mm. was a little bit of that in the back of my mind too. And it's not like that stopped me from doing it, but that was always kind of there, you know? Right, right, right. Mm. Lingering there. And you know, you're actually, your podcast is the only first podcast I've ever listened to. The whole thing. Oh, that's cool. Thank you. I like that. Because I would, because I would watch, I would watch podcast interviews because you know how they do that too. Mm -hmm. I would you and I wouldn't even watch the whole thing. I would watch like highlights. Mm-hmm. I was like with yours, yeah. I put my headphones in, boom, go. I love that. Thank so you. So I'm like, I was like, that's why I was like, I was like, Dre is doing some. I was like, she's getting something done. Thank you. I really and, you know. That. And again, things like that coming from when, you know, we were kids. Obviously, you know, we weren't always around or the bestest of friends. But still, seeing you now opposed to back then, it just brings joy. You know, it's just, Thank I don't know. It, it, it's like. <laughs> Again, I tell my other uh, other people too. Is like the one with the baking. I'm like, keep going with this. Mm. She's, you know, she's making these incredible cakes. And I actually bought for Valentine's Day. I bought. She had made me um chocolate covered strawberries for my for my fiance, and I bought it from her. Yeah, you know, and it's something she's passionate mm-hmm. about. She's running with it. Yeah, I'm like, I've definitely been the same way of like loving seeing people grow like definitely like with you and this Mm -hmm. whole like clothing line and stuff and then the same thing Mm -hmm. how you said you know wanting to watch people grow and support them and like i i did the same thing over mother's day like for bernadette's business with bougie events i ordered like a little box from her with like the she also does like chocolate covered Mm -hmm. strawberries and like these cute like cake pop things and then Mm -hmm. you know with julie and chris with their cookie business i'm like obsessed with them constantly you know, getting stuff yeah. from them. So it's it's a better feeling to, like, support the people around you and to, like, watch them come up. Exactly. And then watch that. And down, down to, you know, I've met musical artists who 
rap and make beats and all this stuff. I'm like, imagine always. Oh, and then I forgot who said this to me or where I've seen it, but it said, um, imagine there's a camera crew right now with you mm-hmm. doing a documentary on you, on your success, on how you did it. Mm-hmm. How would you act every day? Mm. I'm like, either would you, and then the guy said, would you, would you be sleeping? No, you wouldn't be sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you'd be up, you'd be showing them how you got there. And, and then they said, keep that in mind. Like every day you wake up, yeah. just pretend there's a camera crew recording you, how you, how you became successful, how you became this, mm-hmm. how you became the number one podcast and Apple mm-hmm. and all, all this yeah. stuff. You know, but it's just something intriguing to listen to. Yeah, it goes back to like what you were saying earlier. Well, it goes to what you were saying about being in your car and like, you know, thinking back (laughs) of like how like things you would say or like, you know, people interviewing you and then that whole manifestation thing. I mean, I yeah, I think those are always things you want to keep in mind because obviously like you, you need to believe in yourself and believe in what you're doing. Right, right. Yeah. I, I believe, again, the thing is, again, that side insecurity. But again, yeah. I know what I'm working on in the company. I, I actually, I put my 100% mm-hmm. all my beliefs in it because I know what I'm working on and I know what I want to represent. You know, I just, I want to feel as if everybody's proud to wear what they have mm-hmm. and show it. Yeah, of course. You know, again, if they listen to your podcast and then they feel good about it. They're like, man, I can't wait till she makes another episode. Yeah, yeah. Or when, you know, when's when's the next episode gonna drop? This is an ad. And then that's always the goal. You know, things <laughs> like that. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and goals is like the thing. The goals to me means go out and learn something. Oh, I've never heard that. I like that. Yeah, that's um to me. That's what goals mean. Go out and learn something. You know, in order for you to reach that goal, what do you need to do? You need to take those steps. Like learn baby steps you got to learn how to do this okay connect this connect that go out and learn something damn i like that yeah, go out and learn something and on that note do you have any words of wisdom or advice for people listening my word of advice is make karma your best friend because if you think about it in a second you know second person point of view either is bad or good, either way you look at it, it's going to come back to you. So if you treat your best friend right, it'll treat you right. 